Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. It's possible that some folks may not have noticed that Data Privacy Day passed by on January 28th. Perhaps it didn't happen to surface in your newspaper or news feed or podcast of choice. But the problem of data privacy in our digital age is with us nonetheless, pretty much every day for those of us who use electronic devices. For example, in this age of ubiquitous Zoom calls, Zoom users who work on a Mac had the delight of finding out that the mics on their computers were left on even after they finished their Zoom calls. When someone happened to notice this, Zoom, to the company's credit, said, our bad, we'll fix it. And they did. Well, not exactly. They did send out a software update, but that didn't fix the problem. So someone pointed out that the fix didn't fix anything, and Zoom finally did get it right, but only a few days ago. So if you use a Mac computer and run Zoom on it, Make sure that your Zoom program is up to date. Ours wasn't. Make sure that you have a version 5.9.3 or above, or some of those impolite private comments that you make after your Zoom call is supposedly over may not be as private as you think. Meanwhile, the IRS has been in the news quite a good bit lately for a variety of reasons. One reason, of course, is it's tax season. Despite a backlog of about 7 million-plus unprocessed tax returns from 2020 laying around due to IRS understaffing, which was made even worse by COVID, it's already time to submit 2021 tax returns. And we all know what that means. It's tax season, and so tax scammers come out of the woodwork. You may have already gotten one or two emails letting you know that you're due a refund, even though you haven't filed your taxes yet, or a note saying that you owe taxes from last year or the year before, and a federal agent will be on the way to arrest you if you don't immediately buy a Visa card and send the card number and password to this email address. Hopefully, you found those kinds of scamming attempts pretty lame. Scammers have too, and they know that they've got to up their game for more sophisticated netizens. So this year, expect to see a lot more scams urging you not to click on some slick website, but to call a representative of something or other to straighten this thing out. In the opposite spirit of the Nike logo, don't do it. The IRS is not going to call you and is not going to ask you to call them. If you do want to call the IRS, look up their number on irs.gov. Pay no attention to supposed IRS numbers that you find in an email. Ditto for any website that is not irs.gov. Besides it being the start of tax season, the IRS has also been in the news for floating the idea that starting this summer, its identity verification contractor, a company called ID.me, intended to make folks who wanted to use an irs.gov account upload a selfie, which the company would compare to some record or other to make sure that folks were who they said they were. We discussed how bad an idea this is on a previous edition of The Electronic Cottage, an idea so bad that it did actually make it onto the front sections of a number of newspapers and right up there at the top of a number of news websites. 
We won't go again into why it was such a bad idea, but to its credit, the IRS has changed its mind and will no longer require people to upload photos to use on an irs.gov account. Nice to see a government agency change its mind in a useful way. Another outfit that's been in the news lately, in a way it would prefer not to be, is Apple Computer. Apple recently released a document with this title, quote, Personal Safety User Guide, What You Need to Know About Device and Data Access When Your Personal Safety Is at Risk, end quote. It's a pretty comprehensive document, 56 pages worth, and while a good bit of it refers to Apple devices, it's a very useful read for anyone who uses an electronic device from any manufacturer. We'll put a link to it on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org. For all we know, preparation of this personal safety user guide may have been underway for months at Apple, but some somewhat skeptical folks have pointed out that it may be more than a coincidence that Apple released this personal safety user guide at a time when a good number of Apple users have been very unhappy at the risk to personal safety that Apple AirTags have caused to quite a number of people. Wait, what the heck are Apple AirTags anyway, and why are they a risk? Good questions both. AirTags are small, round devices, perhaps the size of a large button or a quarter or half dollar, that can be put on pretty near anything so that a person can find, for example, their car keys, or their computer, or a car in a parking lot, or even a scarf or coat at a party. Pretty handy. A user's phone or computer gets a notice when one of their AirTags is nearby. In fact, using an app called Find My on an Apple device, the device will take a person right to the object with the AirTag. Pretty cool. Except not so cool when someone slips one of their AirTags, say between a license plate and bumper on someone else's car, or slips one into someone else's briefcase or purse or coat pocket at a restaurant or wherever. Then the AirTag becomes a tracking device that lets whoever slipped the AirTag into someone else's world know where that person is at any time. This, obviously, is not a good thing. It's a big problem for Apple at a time when it's advertising how privacy-aware the company is and is giving out 56 pages on personal safety. So, on February 10th of 2022, Apple put out a blog post saying that its engineers are all over the AirTags problem and are making all sorts of fixes so that the AirTags will be less able to serve as unwanted tracking devices. We'll have to wait and see how effective those changes turn out to be. In short, there is still a very big need to have a data privacy day. In fact, a data privacy every day. And a big need for all of us to pay attention to our privacy and safety online. And we'll do our best to see how that effort is working for all of us, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. 